Straight Talk Uncut. What's up? It's Tellus. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on October 7th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. A leader is someone who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Again, a leader is someone who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. And that's by John C. Maxwell. Now, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with this quote. But I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit and, and, uh, and tell you why why I do that. For a long time, it was hard for me to take any advice from somebody who didn't do all three of these things, who didn't know the way, show the way, or who hasn't, you know, went the way he was telling everybody else to go. And it was it was probably like within the last two two three years that I sort of changed my stance on this. It was almost like um, you know they say those who can't do teach. Um, and in in some cases that's true, but some cases um, like like nowadays a lot of people. Especially when you talk about in the art field, uh, a lot of photographers, a lot of great, great photographers, legendary photographers, they are either like now in their last last decades of living, teaching, or some of the you know the greats who's passed on. That's what they did before they died. They were teaching, and some do it while they are becoming legends. And when I mean when I mean by uh, when I say those who can't do, meaning on a huge level, there are plenty of teachers. That matter of fact, I mean, I'll give you this, this example. Although he's I mean, he's a legend now, but uh, Stephen King, I, I just finished reading his book. Can't remember if I mentioned it here. Uh, Stephen King on writing, and he almost never became a published writer. Well, uh, the success that he is now. I mean, he's He's always had things published, even even when he was like in his teens and stuff. He always had like short stories published. But uh, I, I can't remember if it's if it was his mom or dad or somebody told him as a backup to get a teaching teaching degree. So he got a teaching degree and he was teaching um, creative writing. And I remember I think one part where he was saying like he was pretty much content with that and it was it was when i think he wrote i think it was carrie and his wife found it in the trash anybody who, who's ever read anything about stephen king they know the story but it wasn't that he couldn't that he couldn't do it he was he was already writing but in the minds of someone who should be giving advice the level that most of us think well no the level that I think he should be at, like a huge, great success. You know, you could have said that about him uh, because he was teaching, but although he was he was producing, you know, he was producing, he was publishing. So, so you know, 
I, I think we should we should like uh, or at least in my case, I've sort of I've sort of look at I'm looking at that a little bit differently now. Um, and and saying at least they have to do two out of three. They have to at least know the way or show the way, <laughs> or maybe they don't even know the way. Maybe they can show. Hey, this is where I'm going, and, and you know, and, and then I'm going to go. They don't even know if that's the right way. So it's like um, there's another thing like that with three. Like uh, it's either quality, you 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 like in business, you you're gonna either do it uh, fast, affordable, or high quality. And you can't do all three. Pick pick two. You know, you is is either is either uh, affordable and fast, or is it a high quality and affordable, or you know, you, but it's never going to be all three. So that's the way I look at that now. Um, when I'm when I'm like, you know, either reading a book or taking advice, cause uh, cause for a while, if I you know if I, I'm listening to a book, and it gets to a, a point to where I want to research the author a little bit to, to see, you know, if he's actually done this shit he said. Or is it just all theory? You know, I look him up, and if I can't find any proof, I, I just stop listening to the book. It's like, why listen to that if he hasn't done it? But now, I listen to it for my own, like, okay, well, maybe he hasn't done it, but does it make sense to me? Can I try it? Can I, you know, can I put the effort in to, to see if this works for me? That's the way I look at it now. Now I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent that way because I was just listening to a book yesterday, and I just had to shut it off because it was just it was just a part to where I was like, nah, it's nonsense, and and I couldn't really find anything about the the, the author, so I just I just shut it off. And I, but I then again I may go back to it because a lot of times I do that for whatever reason I get to a point to where I'm li- look uh, listen to an audio book. I just shut it off. Either something's just too far-fetched. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you can let your own cynicism get in the way, but then you can come back. And, and uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, you know? Um, but on the, other, on the other side, I think if someone is doing that, someone can, can show you the way, someone knows the way, can show you the way, and they're doing it themselves... Like it's like there's there's no doubt in that case. Then you know what I mean. I'm gonna tell you this story from when I was in basic training. Now before I went to basic training, I wasn't a runner by any means. I wasn't a runner at all. Um, and probably two or three weeks, my, my brother gave me some advice because he had went to the Navy. And he told me like you want to start running. You know you want to start jogging and stuff. You know, you don't want the first time you start jogging for a distance to be in basic because it's just going to be harder. So you want to start before. And I remember, I remember uh, going at night to this track. To this track in my, uh, it wasn't even in my neighborhood. So that's a whole nother story. Being that it wasn't in my neighborhood, I had to be very, very cautious. And I had to take certain, um, I had to take... <laughs> certain measures um, just to you know just for safety sakes but it was on a high school campus and um, and I went at night because 
you know, in the daytime, they, it was it was always people around, and, and um, it was where like the track and field team practiced and stuff like that. So I, you know, I, I didn't want to go there. And people he asked me questions like, you know, what are you doing here on the track? So I went at night, and I started running probably three weeks, three weeks uh, before I went to basic. And so when I got to basic, although I was doing better than a lot of the guys, man, I was. You know, this this is in the middle of summer in Texas. I was hurt, and our TI, he was um, like double our age, and here I am. I'm like six foot four, and this guy, our TI was like five eight, and we were doing these runs. These it was what's called warrior runs. We were doing these warrior runs in full like camouflage, full combat gear. We had our um, we had our our rucksacks on on our back and running in boots, you know. That that was the warrior run, and this guy was doing it. Our Ti was doing it. Well, before we started, he gave us this pep talk and telling how like none of us could 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 beat outrun him. None of you know, even though he's double our age, none of us could outrun him. He had these short, stubby legs and. And we were like, I'm, I'm looking at the guy, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this guy, you know, I'm like, there's just no way. And so, you know, we, we load up, load up our rucksacks, everything, then we start running. And I can't even remember how far we ran. I, this Matter of fact, this wasn't even like part of the uh, the uh, fitness test. This this wasn't the the morning run we did. It was already we had already did our little morning run, which which you did it in. Uh, it, it was a little different because the cadence was slower, and you had to run in like you had to run with other squadrons. So it was a little different. It was it was it was uh, I think it was like two miles, but the pace was so slow at the start beginning you know because this this was like right when you first get into basic you're not you pace for time but it's they it's incremental you know what i mean that like you don't just start off trying to beat the time that you're supposed to beat to make it through basic but when we did our warrior run it was just like last man standing like there was no it was, it was matter of fact it was like you try you it was the opposite of uh what we did in pt you you had to follow the pace of the fastest person, and the fastest person was the damn Ti. I mean, he's trucking, he's trucking in in putting these combat boots. Like I have never, I had never. This was the first day of the warrior run. I had never ran in any damn boots at all, you know, let alone combat boots. I never, I have never ran in them boots with a rucksack on my back, nothing like that, and. You know, I mean, my respect for him just grew. Like all of us, it's like we had a different. It's like we looked at him differently because we were like, "Oh, all this shit he's telling us, he actually knows what he's talking, what he's talking about." Like, like some, especially some of the petty stuff that we like. How's that gonna make a difference? You know, like, like um, the way you breathe. This is the first time anybody started talking about the way you breathe when you run and. How you hold your hands and all this stuff and a rhythm and why they do cadence and you know it's just like you you, you never 
you never thought it meant anything. I mean, when we saw upperclassmen running and and they catered, it, it looked cool. It definitely looked cool. It's just like watching an army or a military movie. You hear the cadence and yeah, it looked cool. We that's all we thought it was just to look cool, you know. And but we had a newfound respect for this guy after after witnessing this. And then by the time we were left basic, when we were still doing the warrior runs every weekend, uh, we were all man. It, it's so amazing. It's so amazing to see a bunch of strangers don't know each other, but bunch of from all different walks of life, different ethnic background, different racial background, different uh, the way you brought up, the way you were raised, different family makeup. Some, you know, some from from Christian like mom and dad are pastors. Some from house where mom and dad were gangsters. <laughs> you know, some from two-parent households, single, some from single mom, some from single dad, and all this stuff, like, not even getting along, like, the first few days, because all that tension and stuff, and then by the end of it, you running as one, you all, it's like, it's, it's just, man, like, people who've never been in the military, they don't know that, you know, and, and I, I, a lot of time, I try to catch myself from telling these war stories, because, yeah, I, I know it sounds, especially to my kids and my well, my wife. She was in the Air Force, but her, her, um, she has a totally different view in Basic from what I did. I actually, I, I love Basic. I mean, because I came, I was one of the guys from the single parent household. You know what I mean? Like this was this was like a family to me. Basic. My wife had a family. You know, she was tight with her family. Um, so she had a different experience, but. Like, like when I'm doing something, I reflect out of nowhere on something from so long ago. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I think it's like a reminder of like, you know, you can do this. Look at what you've already done. Look at what you've been through. You know, look at, look at, uh, especially when I think I can't get along with somebody. It's like, well, look, look how you guys had to come together in basic, or even out of basic when I was in, you know, like. In, in the squadron, especially the way I, the way we were set up in Space Command, it was it was a lot different from the rest of the, the Air Force, the rest of the military. It, it's it's like you you have to get along. You're locked up together. You have to get along. And um and so when you when you're in a situation like that, and if there's no if there's no one if there's no leader that has all three th that knows the way can show you the way and they're doing it is i think it's i think that's that's when you have to have all three you know what i mean when when you're all in it together together but if you're on the outside and you're trying to find your way in and then you're just like finding your mentors from books from videos and stuff like that i think you can you can let up a little bit and, and um take what pieces of information you can from from whoever has created that content and then give them the benefit of the doubt that they don't have any malicious intent to, to steer you wrong you know so so that's the way I, I look at it now I know I, I kind of like went on a tangent with that but um, and, and another thing 
you know, everyone has this. This is this is sparked from a, uh, a podcast I listened to the other day. You know, you you listen to a lot of podcasts where people bash gamers and stuff like. Now, I play I play like probably once a day. I play uh, the, the game I've been playing now is like Titanfall. I've been playing. I play it like ten minutes. If I need to clear my head, but sometimes I I go months and months without without playing any game. I don't even have any games on my phone anymore. I don't like. Usually on my phone, I'm doing like Linda.com or I'm watching YouTube videos or if I'm on the treadmill, it's, uh, you know, I'm, walking, I'm, I'm catching up on some kind of Netflix movie or something like that. But every once in a while, I, I just have to, I just want to snipe somebody in their head. <laughs> so I go to, to a video game or something like that, you know, battle Battlefield or, or something. But for anybody that, what's the word, disparage gamers now are... Evidently, they don't know how much games are making. They don't. They have no idea. And to me, it's no different. Like I don't watch. I I don't watch any sports. And to me, it's no different from that. From sitting on your ass watching a football game for however long a football game goes, or or a basketball game for however long a basketball game goes. To me, it's 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 all the same. It's all the same thing. It's no different from. Uh, matter of fact, you may even learn something from from a video game. Chances are, you have a better chance of of, of having success or or being able to create an income with video games than you can with watching football. I guess you can bet on football. I guess I guess you can do fantasy betting or whatever it's called. Like. Some of these advertisements I've been hearing on these podcasts, DraftKings or whatever the other one is. I guess you can do that. So, but anyway, like to disparage one over the over the other, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's, it's it's the same as you know somebody who don't watch sports disparage sports. Um, so, I don't know. It, it just seems like uh, people always try to find like. Just do your thing and like it, man. Why you got like, why bash what somebody else is doing? You know what I mean? If you're not, if, if it's not like harming anybody, you know. Well, I guess, I guess games go home. <laughs> I guess if you're just playing games just to play them and all day and all night, and I guess, I guess you could be harmed by it. You can be addicted. I don't know. I guess you could. So disregard all of what I just said. Um. <laughs> Some updates. What else going on? Um, let's see. I've been off my keto diet for two weeks. Since my since my beer has ripened. <laughs> and I've been I've been uh I've been hitting hitting the homebrew. Um but you know it, it's like when you when you like, but I still I still work out though. So you know, so I still been doing my morning workout. So that you know that kind of like evens it out. So I'm not making any gains. I'm not making any losses or anything like that. But um, but when I come back from vacation, I think I'm gonna hit hit the keto like super duper hard, especially during the winter time. You know, it, it's it's uh, doing the doing like the fall. All the holidays, I think actually, yeah, like between holidays, all the eating going on, that's when I'm gonna hit it hard and then take off. Um, 
you know, around the, the, the time where you're feasting. But yeah, like I said before, I think that's... Anybody want to be able to stay in shape year-round, be able to, like, you know, not go on some kind of strict eight-month diet or whatever, but be able to kind of, like, be sensible and not be a psycho about it and kind of eat and do it, do whatever they want and still stay in shape and still look good. That's the way to go, man. The keto diet... Um, work out anywhere from I, I I do treadmill every day so and I, I don't even count that as a workout like I it, it's hard for me to count that as, as a workout even though I do like I do it for an hour and I do like weights or something while I'm doing it um because I'm watching Netflix or Amazon Prime <laughs> you know what I mean so it goes so quick and I burn like you know Anywhere from 400, 500 calories, just th just depending on how, if I do, you know, how long I stay on the incline, how stay, how long I stay within certain zones and things like that. So, but um, and that's to me, that's just like I don't know. It's like like sometimes I, it, my my wife asked me, did I work out today? I said I said no. She like, well, what were you doing in the basement? And I'd be like, I was on a treadmill. <laughs> She's like, well, that's working out. I'm like, well, not really. It's not really, it's not really working out. To, to, like I don't, I don't count that as working out. So, but if you do that, if you get in a routine habit of just doing that every day, um, yeah, man, you can pretty much stay in shape year round. If you can, you know, as long as you find a way to entertain yourself while you're on that treadmill, and you just don't get on there and just flail. You know, you stay in the mindset of, hey, you actually supposed to be kind of burning calories or fat. Been in your fat zone or the or the cardio zone, one of them, and I go back and forth depending on how I'm feeling, depending on what day it is. Sometimes I stay in that fat burning zone. Sometimes I, I stay in the cardio zone long enough. Um, but one thing I have been debating is getting some sort of elliptical because my my knees are getting to the point where I can't run. It's it's weird though, you know. I can run like outside far longer than I can run on a treadmill is which is weird you think you think the treadmill will be softer and we you know we got a pretty it's not like a five thousand dollar treadmill but it was about two thousand I think it's a soul uh I think it was like an f80 or something like that and it has like the shock absorbers and all that type of stuff so but when my when my wife and I run outside it, uh, you know I can I can do it with no no problem I don't know what's the I don't know what's the what's the difference, but um. So yeah, that's that's the the fitness update. I think that's it. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. The next few podcasts you hear probably from uh, from the road. <laughs> I probably be out of town when I'm doing them, but you guys are used to the you guys are used to this, so it, it's going to sound just like this. It, it can't sound any worse. You know, I'm, I'm gonna take take this microphone and uh, I saw a microphone. Somebody did a review on this microphone by uh, was it by Yeti? No, it was called like the Blue Raspberry or something like that. The thing is three hundred bucks. It's a three hundred dollar microphone, and I'm not even sure. I can't remember if it, if it was a USB mini USB port microphone or is it like like the one I have now? It, it plugs right into your two and a half. 
Is this two and a half or three and a half? Your phone, your phone headphone jack. I mean, it sounded good, even though you know he, the guy was sitting at a desk when he was doing it. But three hundred dollars? Why would you pay three hundred bucks for a portable microphone like that when there's? If you're gonna pay three, you might well get a Rode, like one of the Rode microphones for like one fifty or something like that. I don't get it. Anyway, that's it. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you can send questions, comment. Um, like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you in the next episode.